our SDR team is focused on creating personalized emails, social touches, high quality personalized videos, and uh, getting on the phone and connecting with people. They are not searching for new accounts uh, throughout their day. They are not prospecting. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, so this is our hashtag one team episode. Sangram and someone from the Terminus team discuss what they're learning at the moment and how it applies to you. Here we go. I'm back here with Peter and Todd one team really talking about how you do uh, account-based marketing. Now, one of the questions that we talked about right before we get started was, how do you prepare to put a one team together? So love for you guys to kind of share your thoughts on it. Yeah, so putting the, putting the team together is really about supporting the process of moving from kind of a, certainly here at Terminus, from moving from a more of a high-velocity model and solving some business problems to really doing ABM together and working together to meet our pipeline revenue numbers. So there's a lot that, that went into that, but I would say, you know, to prepare and, you know, get ready to make that big change, what we did was kind of, you know, run through the organization Key elements of that were, you know, getting our CEOs buy-in in the middle of the year, you know, to change our process and like dramatically change the guts of the business. That was uh, not easy. And that was not easy. <laughs> you can probably walk through the sales team real quickly. And just yeah, really- and, you know, the thing is, is like, you know, the executive buy-in was key, you know, and the, and the two key components there was the CEO, change in plan, yep. you know, mid-year, change in the actual comp plans for SDRs. We needed finance, obviously. Middle, you know, of, the, in on middle that. of the year. So we, we got past those two hurdles, which were fantastic. And then it was, you know, getting the SDR team to, to buy into a new process, you know, going from high velocity to a very, you know, personalized approach. AE buy-in was, you know, fairly easy. You know, of course, they always want to work the best fit accounts, yeah. right? So, you know, that's what we were going to serve up on a platter, you know, to them. But they also had to be patient for us to get to a volume level within in that where they felt like, you know, they, they'd be fine hitting and achieving their goals. And then it was Peter and I, you know, really, you know, looking at all components. And that's where we sat down and we really built an ABM financial model, you know, to present to the organization and to really track our performance against. And so within that is it's not just a high level, you know, pipeline goals that were the, the same, but it breaks down all the way into like, what were our current conversion rates? You know, and where do we predict them to be? Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're if you're bringing less in, you've got to have a higher conversion to get the same output. And so we worked on that modeling that, so that we could track, you know, our performance against our, our historical benchmarks. And then, you know, we looked at new technology and I'll yeah. turn it over to you for, for that component. Sure. So we fundamentally changed the way we operate uh, in terms of how we target accounts. So in my first 10 days in the company, we were implementing new technology so we could understand the fit of our accounts which was Everstring. We brought in uh, new technology to understand intent in the market, which we use uh, Bombora for. And then we needed a mechanism for really gaining insight and you know understanding which accounts were engaging with us. And Terminus had launched a new capability which tracks very accurate way the accounts that are active on the website. So I needed to implement all of this technology right away and operationalize it. So we had new tech for fit, intent, and engagement data, uh, which is basically how we run our model today. So all of that just required, if you add 
on top of that, how are we going to trigger the uh, sales development team? Uh, how are we going to track things? What reports does everybody need? How do we give visibility into what's happening today to everyone? It was the marketing ops team just fundamentally changed what they do between the hours of eight and six every day. So they got geared up for uh, some real operational action and we're awesome at it today. That's awesome. What did we change? Like, and, and you know, you talked about some of the fit intent engagement as a formula to kind of really do these things. What did we change in, across marketing and across sales to really make this happen? There's a number of things. First of all, just really quickly, uh, we could probably have a whole conversation around fit and tent engagement. But fit and tent engagement are getting the signals on, you know, what are the accounts in the market that, according to your ICP and, in our case, a predictive model, are accounts that you should be going after, which are a fit. And then leave the rest out of the game. You don't want to spend a lot of time and energy on them. Uh, intent is if you look down within that group of high fit accounts, how many of them are actively searching and researching um, basically keywords and consuming content that are related to your company? Those are signals of intent to buy. And then third, a smaller group of companies are all of those high fit companies that are showing intent that are actually active on your website, which means they're now aware of you. And depending on what content they're consuming, they're actually evaluating your product. So implementing that system was one of the key things that we did. So fundamentally, we changed the process. Marketing owns account selection and prioritization. And we activate that. We have a weekly sprint, including daily reports, where the SDRs can understand and get new accounts assigned to them, understand who's active and get new accounts. So they don't prospect anymore. They have a list of accounts and it's their job to convert them. They don't have to spend half of their day. And some of our SDRs have said that saves them up to four hours a day, wow. actually. Yeah. Which they is don't prospect. Thing. Can you say that again? Like they, like our SDR team don't prospect anymore. Our, our SDR team is focused on creating personalized emails, social touches, high quality, personalized videos and uh, getting on the phone and connecting with people, they are not searching for new accounts uh, throughout their day. They are not prospecting. Yeah, I mean, that is a big idea for a lot of people to kind of think about, like, if they can change their sales organization to not be prospecting and going through every single contact every single day, that would fundamentally change. I can almost see that people are more happier, right, in organizations because, Todd, you talked about how how difficult of a job it is for an SDR, and it's not an easy, it's a thankless job, and you change that and make them heroes, you know, things are going to change dramatically. Yeah, they genuinely just feel like they're adding more value, right? Like, and I think they were just so robotic before, right, and they didn't even realize it. They step out of that, and they're like... Wow, it's like you know, I can actually engage with Sangram. I, I yeah. found out something about Sangram when I reach out to him. I'm gonna, you know, I, I feel like I'm I'm making this, you know, this this personal connection, and it's like that's what it's all about. It's yeah. people work with people, and um, you know, so it was a powerful thing for us. And look, you reduce the numbers, you know, substantially. I mean, some SDRs had 500 accounts they were going after. You know, now it's 100, 125, and just yeah. think about having that time back to think about that outreach, which is you know powerful right and then just taking advantage of some of the cool technology we have right yeah. like being able to sit down and actually just do a video for somebody right yeah. like it's awesome and you know the conversion rates on those are are you know you know going through the roof for us and the other thing too is you know now it's you know marketing serving up a list not only do we define the market and fit intent and engagement and 
you know, define that audience, but it's like on a weekly basis, Monday, it's like, it's like candy for the, the SDRs <laughs> and like, here are the ones that are most engaged in the last seven days. And yeah. like, sometimes it's one call conversions, right? Like, and that's awesome. It's amazing for these guys. So it's, it's, it's been fun to watch. I think it'd be good to just kind of summarize for our listeners, you know, what we actually changed really quickly. So yep. marketing owns account selection and prioritization. We defined a target pool of high fit accounts. So we don't spend time, energy, and money on accounts that are not a high fit. That's very, very different from lead-based marketing. We select our quarterly target accounts and tier them based on data. And that's the fit, intent, and engagement model. And that's the group of accounts where we focus on running our ABM multi-channel campaigns. It's not just Terminus account-based advertising. It's not just SDRs pounding out cadences. We're actually combining tactics, everything from direct mail, connecting at, at live events in person. We're running uh, orchestrated digital campaigns and our SDRs are just killing it with uh, personalized messaging out to uh, their targets. We created a process for, you know, having, it's not just about selecting our accounts and forgetting them. Uh, we have this weekly cadence and a reporting system that allows a data-driven dynamic approach to ABM. So we've got our tier one, we know we're going after them, but we're also working lots of other accounts that are coming up with the right signals into a working status because they're so hot. We've reduced the number of SDR accounts. Uh, Some of them had more than 500 accounts, Mm -hmm. and now they roughly have uh, 100 to 125 accounts at one time. And we want to move accounts out of their name if they're not converting and we need to give them a new target. We absolutely focused on highly personalized content and uh, cadences. And then the last thing I will mention is we really shifted to account-based SDRs. So we have a large group of account-based SDRs. It was a pet peeve of mine. It's like, let's stop saying outbound. You guys are getting inbound alerts and you're getting inbound leads for your target accounts. You know, we're working together on this. You guys are account-based SDRs. <laughs> and uh, and then we've got a inbound SDR, but you can see, you know, 90-something percent of our focus is on the account-based SDR team. So that's kind of a list of what we actually changed over the course of a couple of weeks. A couple and, of weeks. Yeah. Well, so, you know, if you want to kind of wrap this up, if we... If you want to give an advice to someone who's like new to it, because that might overwhelm somebody like, man, all these things. And Peter, you've been doing this for two years in another organization. So you obviously knew walking into what you wanted to do. There are people who might be thinking like, how do I go and change everything? How do I go and convince myself? How do I do all these things in such a short period of time? What would be an advice that you would give to your marketing team? And and Todd, similarly, what advice would you give to a sales leader to like, where do they start? What is one or two things that they absolutely need to do in the very first way of like trying to do account-based marketing? I think from the sales side is looking at inefficiencies, right? You know, and, and time is money in sales. And so, you know, if you assess, you know, the, the time that your, you know, reps are spending 
on good fit accounts versus, you know, those they're guessing if it's good or not like that in and of itself, if you can free up 25, 30% more of their time to work on the right accounts, like that automatically turns into value for them and in the organization. Right. And that was some of the key things that that I saw, you know, I'll shift it over to to Peter when it comes to, you know, kind of operationalize this within marketing, you know, we were fortunate in the fact that Peter had done it before. Right. Right. And some are, some are learning. Right. And so you don't have to take it to the degree that we did out of the gates right, right. <clears throat> a lot of organizations know their their target accounts and already understand you know the right fit for us it's we could go after every b2b marketing organization in the world right but out of those how did we use predictive and ai to narrow that down to like in market right fit right now mm-hmm. um but some companies know like hey, these are 10 accounts i'm going after so they're ready they can start to get into thinking around like personalized outreach and and other things so it's also dependent on kind of your organization but you don't have to take it to the degree that we did to start with right right and i think that that's a that's a key message that we deliver to our prospects and customers awesome Peter. You know, I could break it down into four main things. A huge one is how do you pick the right accounts? If you get that part wrong, you're <laughs> going to be wasting your time for the next 12 months till you figure out that yeah. you didn't hit your goals. And I really, really believe that there's a better way to do this, that we can use uh, data signals and have a better understanding of fit, intent, and engagement versus just activating off of people coming on our site, filling in trial forms and demo forms. So... Nail your system, whatever's right. You know, we changed the system here. I followed some of the principles and had some of the same tech that I had at a previous company, but it's a completely different system that has evolved uh, over the, you know, the course of my time being here at Terminus. I think number two is you just got to figure out how are we going to promote from the marketing team. So, are we going to start with account-based advertising, and you know, what are the steps that we're going to do from the marketing team? even one initial thing or two initial things, and you get better over time to actually create engagement in these accounts. Third is how do we activate the SDR team to work on the right accounts and what is their process? When I get a marketing qualified account, what do I do? What's number one, two, three, four, and five? And then the last one is you've got to have a basic scorecard to measure it. And you can start with all of these things in a relatively simple way and get running. And the key is you know, just start practicing it, start making changes. Don't feel like you have to boil all of the ocean before you start something. Uh, you're going to learn so much in the first 10 days and 30 days. And I will tell you, we were changing every single week mm-hmm. of this entire process. Where we started on day one was not where we ended up on day 90. And it was just everybody on the team pitching in and we learn, we share what we learn. And, uh, you know, week three was different than week two and so on and so forth. And now we feel like we've got a really good system. And it looks like I don't know. It's the last day of the month. Are we uh, looking good? <laughs> All good. If we didn't do this, we wouldn't be killing it like yeah. we are. <laughs> yeah. So that's a lot of information. But I think uh, the key is to get started, learn fast, keep going. Yeah, I love that, man. On that note, I think uh, I would love to wrap up kind of with those three points, like pick the right accounts. If you don't do the right accounts and you have the greatest message, but if you're going after the wrong accounts, you're going to miss the boat process down. I think this is something I learned seeing this whole thing was that it wasn't about this magical thing to happen in a single day. It took a lot of process. It took a lot of like going through every single detail, a lot of team support and and going through it, knowing that we are going to fail and we're going to make mistakes, but doing it and changing every day was a big part of it. And the last thing, Peter, that you said was really, really important for internally to have visibility, which was to have a scorecard. So we're no longer reporting on like leads and what's going on with them. We're looking at these are the accounts. 
what is our penetration with these accounts what is our engagement with these accounts and that changes everyone's perspective because now we're truly acting as a one team so thank you guys thank on you the much. next one we'll figure out something fun so we'll, we'll find out shortly thank you guys Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at flipmyfunnel.com. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.